0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder Friends, the podcast where three friends from three different countries talk about murder. My name's Alana, and I'm Canadian. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'm American. My name's Hannah, and I'm British. So sit back and relax. You're among friends, and let's talk murder. Happy New Year. It's 2020. Yeah, Yeah, the roaring 20s. Yes. Back at it. Back at it again.
1: Obviously, we're all really jazzed about this,
0: (laughs) this whole new year.
1: (laughs) Uh Jazz. That was a big pun. Yeah,
0: think
2: so, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. do you all have a good New Year's Eve? I'm
0: sure. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I'm it was
1: sure great. It was sure wild because well. I'm 36 and I'm wild New Year's Eve. Now. It's just crazy. Now. <laughs> no.
0: New Year's Eve is kind of like the worst of all the holidays, if you can call it a holiday. I think it's the worst one.
2: Yeah, I think everyone's kind of like fed up after Christmas, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, and I mean, so. how many New Year's Eve parties have you been to that have been all that great? Or maybe that's just my bad luck.
2: I think actually zero. I'm sure we've all got a great story for the best or worst thing that's happened to us on New Year's Eve.
1: I've had some, like, good ones. I was fortunate, like, I was living in Miami in, like, South Beach when I was younger. That was pretty cool. But, like, after the age of, like, mm, I don't know, I quit going out after about 28. I was like, okay. <laughs> you just, you wait for, I swear you have to wait longer for a drink. Oh yeah, it's just crowded, and it never, like you said, it never lives up to the anticipation of how great the night's going to be. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, I think night. it's like
2: you—you you want it to be like everything to like bring in the new year, and then you're just kind of like you've got a horrible fucking club stamp on your hand or a wristband, yeah. and you everything's kind of sticky. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I actually I really like the way that you celebrate your New Year's, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, we go to a friend's house and we have uh, food and we play board games. And then we do our Deadpool for the year, which is like a list of people that we think are going to die. I know that sounds horrible. <laughs> it is horrible.
1: <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, yeah it's But like, you're not allowed to put the queen on there, are you? You're or not David allowed to put the queen on
2: there, and you're definitely not allowed to put David Attenborough on there. No, they're protected. Yeah, protected species. Any, anyone else is like fair game, though. Does anybody else have a New Year's Eve story?
0: Oh, Anna definitely has some.
1: I mean, Miami, come on. <laughs> You have the best stories. Actually, one of the one of the one of the best though that I went to was actually in Chicago, and it was like at a hotel, like ballroom, you know, ball gown, sort of like that was really fun. And we Ooh. were staying in the hotel, and I just remember that obviously Chicago is known as like the Windy City. <laughs> We were like, great, we're going to, you know, we were there for a while, we're going to go somewhere else. But I just remember we walked out of the door and the wind was so strong that it just like pushed you up the street. And we were like, you know what? Like, we're, we're fine. I think we're just going to stay here. <laughs> I just remember that. But, but that was a really fun one. That wasn't anything spectacular happened. But honestly, my number one New Year's story memory is when I was 21 and I went to Dublin. I was in Dublin for New Year's Eve. And... Okay, you're going to feel me here, Atlanta, because we don't – I don't think you have this in Canada. But we don't have squash. We don't have, um, like, diluted, you know. So in England – Oh. Yeah, in, like, Ireland, it's, like, this really heavily concentrated drink. And then you put a little bit in your cup. And then you put water in it and you, you know, dilute it. And it's really nice. It's great. I mean, it's just a good idea. Um, But we don't have it. So I remember I'd only been in Dublin, like, a few days. And – I, we went out, obviously got pretty drunk. It was New Year's Eve, whatever. We stayed at a friend's house and woke up and like nobody was up and I was so thirsty. I was like, oh my God, need something to drink. And I'm just like in the kitchen, like bumbling around trying to find something to drink. So I come up to this bottle of squash and pour myself a massive glass of it.
0: Oh no. But you know when you're,
1: you've got that like terrible, you're so thirsty, like, you know, your mouth is like an actual desert. So I just like guzzled The diluted, or the non-diluted squash, the concentrate. (laughs) And then I was like, ugh, like, what is it? What what is this drink? Like, I didn't, it was only until, obviously, that was horrible. They woke up, and they're like, oh, no, you don't drink it like that, you idiot. Like, you put water in it. You drink a little bit. I was like, ah. Because it was, like, this thick. Syrupy.
0: Syrup. and Yeah, so I can absolutely see that happening though, because we don't have that in Canada either. No, the only thing I can think of that's somewhat similar is you can buy like frozen cans of juice concentrate (gasps) that you like dump like you dump it in like a yeah and you put it in a jug and you put water in it, but obviously you can't accidentally drink a frozen can (laughs) like. (laughs) But if you saw that just like in the fridge, it looks like juice, so just like go for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that was like I don't know why, that that is like my number one New Year's memory. <laughs> that was how horrific it was. It's like scar. It scarred me. Have you drunk it since? Not concentrated. No. <laughs> i so like deleted it. Again, I learned my like lesson never the hard way. It again.
0: <laughs> I honestly, when we were talking about doing a New Year's Eve sort of uh, themed one, I can't tell you a single New. I don't even know where I spent the last. Handful of New Year's. I'm assuming that they were out someplace because that the memory is now gone, but I can't think of anything other than just like kind of being disappointed most of the time and things being sticky and expensive. So that's those are my mm. exciting New year stories.
2: I've got a really painful one if you want to hear it. Mm. Yes, <laughs> you're like, Hell, hell uh, yes! yes. <laughs> I think it was, um, I think it was 2006 or 2007. Or like 2006, going into 2007. Um, We went to a New Year's Eve party. I think it was at Brixton Academy or somewhere like that. And we went and we kind of like, we drank and we danced and like, I don't know if it's changed. I think it was at Brixton Academy. I don't know if it's changed, but the floor on the ground level where like you would like dance and everything is like ever so slightly slanted. So when you've got a lot of people standing, you're all kind of like standing on a, 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 a small slope. And I don't know if it's changed now. But after, like, a few hours of people, like, spilling beer, that slope turned into a death slide.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, I, really I can already
2: see. It was fucking carnage. And I, really, I just remember, like, getting like falling over because I like high heels, a slippery floor. Like, high heels and wet floor was already, like, a bad combo. And then adding in, like, an incline. It was oh just the my- worst, and I think we woke oh up the next god. morning and I, like our knees were all bruised and like our butts were bruised and like my wrist were blown up and it was oh just, my god oh, it was fucking gross it was disgusting good one though but, <laughs> why is it sl- <laughs> is that so
1: that they can see the stage
2: is that why I floats? don't I don't know whether it was like it was idiotic a flat bit and then like a small slope and then like a flat bit and then a small slope like an amphitheater type thing
0: yeah but
2: I, I don't know whether it's still the same like, I really can't remember whether it was Brooks Academy or not it was somewhere like that though. Somewhere in London.
0: Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that it's to help people see the stage. But I can only imagine actually dancing on that surface would be a goddamn nightmare. It was so bad. Yeah. That was the
1: most painful one I've ever had. Fifty years ago. These days, though, I'm kind of the same. I just sort of just hang out with family and we, like, play games and... Mm. Cook and my sister in law, who passed away this the beginning of this year, she, it's always her favorite holiday. So she, mm. she's the only person that just loves New Year's. So we, used, a lot of times we would uh, go to their house and like uh, she likes to play pass the parcel. So oh. <laughs> she does it. She goes. I mean, she like collects stuff like you know all the wrapping paper at Christmas, and she makes this enormous thing. But what she does is she always had like a really funny like sense of humor as in like um. <laughs> She would obviously like my, you know, eighty four year old mother in law plays too. And she'd put stuff in there like bikinis, like gold bikinis and like just like some <laughs> so them. you'd have like it would stuff on her and she'd be having to put I mean, you know, over her clothes, but like everyone just the most ridiculous outfits. Like b she'd put in one of those like um Bora, uh swimsuits.
0: Oh okay. god like
1: the guy just like it was hilarious. So yeah, I think actually this year we're going to um we're gonna we're gonna do a pass the parcel at a a memory of <laughs> Okay, oh, so, cool. so I think it'll be good. I think it's going to be good. We're going to probably have some Indian food and, yeah,
0: play games. That sounds really sweet.
2: So are we making any resolutions this year?
0: Mm, I don't normally, like, formally make resolutions. You
2: don't write them out in your journal in flowery handwriting? I <laughs> do put
0: little not. pictures.
2: Put little pictures around it. This year, I hope to achieve <laughs>
0: I think the biggest thing for me, though, is um, because I do this Adventures and Naps stuff like the YouTube and the Twitch and Patreon, I really want to focus on that a bit more. Kind of lately, I've just been creating whatever I want and I just sort of throw it up there. And if people like it, that's cool, which is like kind of selfish, but also it's my own hobby. So I guess I'm allowed to. It's working, I Yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I, I want to do like more. I want to do more. I guess. I want to do more. I want to, like, research types of stuff that I could do, like, actually put that sort of level of thought into things. So I think that's going to be, like, my 2020 focus. That sounds good, though. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of, like, I don't really – do you have resolutions? I just sort of, like – well, the last two years I've just had goals and I've – I don't have a journal, but I had, like, this, this notebook thing and I – that was me, flowery writing. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> But I just wrote a couple goals I wanted to try to achieve for the year. And, yeah, it was this year I think I succeeded or, like, really surpassed one of them especially that I set for myself. And so that was good. But, yeah, I think – I don't know. I think it's, like, a good time to, like, reflect on things you might want to improve on or, like, you're saying. But I just think the whole New Year's resolution is a bit wank, isn't it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think they're a bit naff. I think a lot of people go for, like, really hard ones. Mm. Do you know when they're like, oh, I want to lose, like, a shit ton of weight or – I want to do that or I want to do this and it's like they're not really achievable and especially yeah. when you're doing that in January where you like you don't want to go outside for a run
0: mm-hmm.
2: or like you you know it's dark outside no one wants to go outside
0: no so, yeah. yeah or yeah, you're exactly. setting these fabulous resolutions while you're you know drinking hand <laughs> dancing you think this year is gonna be so great I'm, I'm gonna, gonna smash it like, everything's sticky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really
2: have any for this year apart from um, doing some of the McMillan Cancer Mighty Hikes, and Anna's doing one with me as well. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing
1: one with you, which I'm looking forward to. But I've already started like gearing my training towards it in yeah. <laughs> the gym. So um, I think that's going to be really good. They're twenty six and a bit mile hikes,
2: and I'm doing one Brighton to Eastbourne, and then another one I'm doing with Anna in the
0: Lake District.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which you you informed me only a couple of weeks ago after we'd booked it that that's the hardest one out of the series.
0: <laughs> yeah. Of course thanks I'm like I'm Anna. an idiot, I'm not
1: gonna tell you that <laughs> until I get you.
0: <laughs> Th- thanks,
1: mate. Yeah.
2: So yeah, no, I think I wanna start just like training for that properly and
0: yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, you guys asking, Do you wanna do do you wanna do the cancer hike? And I said, No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the were and you were just like no
1: No, <laughs> we like, no, no, no <laughs> <laughs> Like the walk, it wasn't even like a yeah, right, mate. No, nope No, <laughs> nope. no thanks no. But you're coming along So we are gonna, because the Lake District is amazing And if you live in England and you haven't been You should go, it's great It's great if you're into like outdoorsy sort of stuff And good pubs, it's so great up there So we're like making a, like, a long weekend. weekend of it, aren't we? Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited I've never been, which is ridiculous Neither So this will I. be my first Lake yeah. District trip It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. And we're bringing the, the
1: partners. The partners, what do you call them? They're not wags. They're. Abs. 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 <laughs> Abs. <laughs> Doesn't really have the same ring to it, but okay. Pa- parasites. <laughs> adjust, adjust. I'm going to tell a really gruesome murder now and I'm really (laughs) okay. It's fine, anything that's maybe not a child death that I did last week. (laughs) (laughs) Merry
2: Christmas!
0: (laughs) Merry Christmas with a child death and now gruesome murder for happy (laughs) new year.
2: (laughs) So as this is our New Year's Day episode, I, I imagine a lot of people are thinking, New Year, new me, time to get fit and healthy. Some people who embody those principles often work in sportswear stores. Like Lulu Lemon. <gasps> oh, I know that. Yeah. Oh, yes. no.
0: this is I'm so going to tell you about
2: the murder of Jana Murray, or what is commonly known as the Yoga Shop murder, or the Lulu Lemon murder. I got fucking shit tons of
1: notes.
0: <laughs> Good choice. What a great segue, by the way. Yeah. I was
2: trying my best. I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that should be my resolution for the new year: just be better at better segues. segues. <laughs> Uh, so, before we start, the usual disclaimer this is quite a brutal crime. So, if you don't want to listen to it, then do skip ahead because we've got a really great, weird crime time at the end for you. My sources for this one came from Wikipedia, Murderpedia, Patch.com, and there's a YouTube video called The Yoga Store Murders by the user Yoga Store Murders. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's dedication. So. <laughs> Lululemon is a higher end brand of sportswear. So we're talking like cashmere sportswear and expensive yoga pants. I'm sure that like a lot of other brands charge more, but it's better than like a 20 quid pair of caramel leggings you buy in Sports Direct. It was founded in Vancouver in 1998 and headed by Chip Wilson. Um, There have been a number of like controversies surrounding the brand and its founder, um, such as false advertising, People have questioned the quality of the products. Um, there's been some like legal disputes involving design patents and intellectual property and some comments made by Chip Wilson himself. So he said things like, some women's bodies are unsuitable for the brand. Basically, fat shaming. Um He refused to make plus size items, saying that they cost too much. Um, and he mocked a lot of people for their accents. There's also... Being reports of like cult-like attitudes within the store where like everyone's expected to live and breathe the store values and I'm sure that isn't the case everywhere so I'm not like shit mouthing anyone but yeah it's a it's a strange place for some people to work. So if we go back to the 11th of March 2011 colleagues Jane and Murray and Brittany Norwood close up the Lululemon store in Bethesda Maryland which is a fairly affluent area with a lot of like high-end shops in it the next morning when a staff member enters the store to open up, she finds everything in disarray and strange noises coming from the back. She exits and then asks someone else to enter as she's scared. That person finds the brutalised body of 30-year-old Jane and Murray. He then finds Brittany Norwood bloodied and beaten and tied up in a bathroom and unresponsive. So police find blood everywhere. There are pictures on Murderpedia, and I would really recommend that you don't look at them. Like they oh, are fucking God. horrific. It's that they bad. are Yikes. so bad and i i only like do you know when you accidentally kind of like scroll through something
0: mm-hmm. and i did
2: that and i was like oh my god no so don't please don't like they find blood on like a buddha statue near Jana's body there are bloody footprints everywhere um somewhere from a men's size 14 pair of shoes um and the police start a manhunt Brittany is able to give an account of the attack after closing she arranged with Jaina to meet with her back at the store as she'd left her wallet inside or a personal blogging. As they re-entered, they were attacked, sexually assaulted by two masked men who then tied Brittany up and left and beat Jana to death. Please start this manhunt for the assailants and commence all their investigations. So during the investigation, a report came from the Apple store next door that staff overheard two women arguing, then screaming, and then one of them was pleading. Apparently, the, one of the People in the Apple Store said, oh, I heard a woman shout, oh, please, God, no. And they didn't call the police.
0: How, like, oh, my God. How often do you hear that, really? You think that, oh, shit, like something's going down. Yeah.
1: It's not just something you just casually say.
0: No, it's not like a regular Even argument. when you're joking, no, really. even if you're
1: joking around, you just don't, that is, like, quite a, you know, heavy.
2: Yeah, it's a heavy, like, thing. thing to shout. Yeah. I think it's, like, the bystander effect, which is, I think, a lot... Well, it's it's quite common in crimes where there are a lot of other people around, as those people expect other people to phone the police,
0: right? And uh, in such
2: right. yeah, in such like an an area that they're within, it's kind of like affluent and things. Bad things don't happen, so people just think it's you know people having a disagreement, so they just leave it. Which is like I, I understand that I really do, but
1: I think you don't want to get involved because then if it's nothing, you look stupid, I guess. But then yeah. it's better safe than sorry.
2: Definitely. So this kind of ignites kind of suspicions and Britney's story of that night slowly becomes unravelled. Evidence starts pointing towards her rather than the two men she described. Britney had alleged that both of the women had been sexually assaulted, although no evidence of this was found after physical examinations. Britney's DNA is found in Jana's car, but Britney claims she'd never been in her car, although she did later change her story. It was argued that Britney's injuries were self-inflicted as they were on the opposite side of her dominant side. Um, also, that they were relatively superficial compared to Jana's, and that there were far less of them. Um, further, they kind of concluded that she could have tied herself up into the position they found her in. God, that's so grim. I know. It's just, mm. The bloody men's size 14 footprint I mentioned earlier, faked by Brittany. So she grabbed a shoe from the shelf, put it on her foot, and walked around the store in the blood. <laughs> But one only one shoe, so she what? grabbed a display shoe.
1: What did she just hop? No,
2: she, she had her other shoe on the other foot.
1: Oh my what god! I'm a moron. I know.
0: I know.
2: These people are like, like the the police are professionals. They'll be able to figure you out. So six days later, after Jane's um, murder, they they hold a memorial service, and that same day, Brittany is charged with first degree murder. So the severity of the attack, Jaina received three hundred thirty one injuries. And the possibility that numerous weapons were used to inflict them led Brittany to land herself with a life sentence with no possibility of parole seven months later. She tried to appeal this, but it was all unsuccessful. And you think, oh, well, what was the motive for this? You know, they were supposed to be friends. They were supposed to be colleagues. Police say that Jaina had discovered that Brittany had been stealing items and then confronted her. Brittany oh, then lured yeah. her back to the store, attacked her, staged a crime scene, self-inflicted wounds on herself, and tied herself up and then waited for someone to find them. And they think it was 10 hours from start to when they found her.
0: Oh, my God. That takes a certain type of person.
2: Yeah. I just... Is it really worth it? You know?
0: Well, you think if she stole, I mean, a couple items, some money, whatever, of course, obviously that's a crime. Mm. But bludgeoning someone to death, faking a crime scene, then hurting yourself, tying yourself up for 10 hours, like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean...
1: <laughs> like she's never going to see the light of day you know whatever she's never coming out and getting out and i
0: don't think those lulus were worth it exactly so
1: i mean i'm like okay so if you had gotten in trouble for stealing you maybe would have got community service
2: yeah like, or, like lost your job and maybe that would be at the end of it yeah but instead she decided to take this really like foul kind of route
1: it's really and sick. I just,
2: it's it's really <laughs> i find that really mind-blowing like that's the thing that really really caught me about that story
1: but it wasn't even like a you know an impulsive oh she just had a gun and she's trying to threaten her and then she shot her it was like a like a real calculated long she suffered you know she really suffered mm. and it was like really calculated like i don't know it just that's just a whole another level
0: of like you know sinister yeah i think that story is also interesting in that we don't often hear a lot of women on women crime yeah. that sounds kind of weird but do you know what i mean like the the really gruesome stuff is not often a young woman attacking another woman.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were like roughly the same age and roughly the same build. It and it seems. wasn't over yeah.
0: like, you know, it wasn't like a crime of passion. Like, you know, they were being cheated on by the other one or, you know, like so many of those like husband and wife type situations where yeah. one snaps and goes for the other one. It's like you were literally coworkers. That relationship really throws me. yeah Yeah. oh
2: actually talking about killer killer colleagues there's a show on sky crime just sky have just launched their new like crime channel i say their new crime channel has been out for months and they have a program on there called killer colleagues oh shit oh there's an actual like program about it oh it is amazing it's absolutely amazing. Like James was even like recording it for me and he was like, I found oh, this brilliant thing on Sky Crime. And I'm like, what are you doing on Sky Crime? <laughs> like, this is not your audience. How dare you get that? It's so funny. And it was just it's it, it literally tells our story of like people at work who kill their colleagues or like attempt to kill their colleagues. And a lot of it's to do with like love triangles and all sorts, but yeah. it is it's so cheesy. It's it's so cheesy. It's great. I would really recommend it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In a totally unrelated note, I saw on uh, I think they were Am- we have uh, a Am- like the Amazon Fire TV thingy. Oh yeah, and yeah. they were advertising that you could pay for a subscription to this particular uh, app slash channel whatever, and it's like TV player now or some some co- combination of of usual words, and. I saw that they have the rights to TLC, so if you buy the subscription, you can watch TLC on your TV here in England. I'm so excited. I think I'm going to do it because I haven't watched all those like dumb, like, Say Yes to the Dress and no, we- <laughs> My Strange Addiction,
1: you know, like My women Addiction. who, oh.
0: like, eat their husband's ashes, like, all sorts know, of stuff. I know, Yeah.
2: It was that woman who was like eating. Like, the, oh, it was the woman who was eating her sofa. That was my favorite one. Yes. Oh,
1: yes. Oh yeah. So,
0: all yeah. English viewers or listeners, whatever. If you want to get TLC, apparently there's some sort of TV app thing you can buy a subscription for. I mean, I guess you could just like download shows, but I just, I just want to binge watch TLC.
2: Yeah, you just want to look at your TV and then let it play itself. Like, over and over. Yes.
0: Did you ever watch that interior design show,
1: Trading Trading Spaces?
0: The best. Um, yes, I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we're me going my way off the rails here, but I know, yeah.
0: <laughs> me and my mom used to watch that all the time. And then she emailed me, because I think I was living here. They tried to revive the show yeah. with some of the same people. And she's like, oh, it's not the same. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that, but. I do. So what was the, what was was the
2: premise? Yeah, I was going to say, what was the premise of that?
1: So they were interior designers and there was different there's about 5 or 6 of them different ones w- weren't there.
0: Yeah, and so there was like one so there was two couples, like two different families that would switch houses and they'd each have their own interior decorator and they would they would pick a room in the house to redo like for their friends. But some of the designers, like some of them were really nice and they do like I mean it was like early 2000s, so it's quite dated anyway. But I remember there was like one designer that always tried to do something weird and then they redid the family's living room and they turned it into a barn so they put straw like glued straw on the walls oh, and no stuff man. and they had like hay bales And so, of course, the poor couple comes back and sees their, you know, decorated thing. And it looks like a fucking barn in their (laughs) living room. It's like, it was so good. It was like,
1: um, I used to watch it real time because I'm old. And I used to watch it in the early 2000s when it was actually on. It was so good. But yeah, some of them, it would just go so wrong. And the people would be like horrified, you know, on there. And it was just, it was amazing.
2: I think we had one really similar in the UK. It was called like Changing Rooms or something. And it had... Um, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen in it who was this really like flamboyant interior designer he's on an advert now at the UK and it freaked me out the other day I was like and everything he did was like purple velvet curtains to the floor and there's one where it was um, I don't think it was him but in one of the rooms they made like a stand or like a coffee table out of like cinder blocks and then like sheets of like wood or like planking or something and it just looks so unbelievably awful (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it was just the
2: people's faces coming back into it. I think that's the reason why everyone watched it.
1: Yeah, because it was like, well, there's always a budget, and the budget was like really always small, and they, you know, and so they would like yeah. cut corners, and you're like, oh, no.
2: like <laughs> And they, they only had like a weekend to do it, or like yeah, a day yeah, to do that it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was basically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, it was great.
0: Weird crime time.
1: All right, guys. So for today's Weird Crime Time, we are going over to Alabama, Birmingham. Birmingham, is what we would say there. <laughs> and I'm just gonna read you this: the title, "Naked Peeping Tom Wearing Ronald Reagan Mask Caught on Camera
0: in Vestavia Hills." Oh my God! But I you didn't can't know think where of that was anything going. more scary. Yeah.
1: Naked man
0: in a mask. In a Ronald Reagan mask. <laughs> How <laughs> random is that? Why? Jeez.
1: No, but it gets worse. Wait. Okay. Actually, it doesn't get worse. <laughs> That's just pretty much what it is. <laughs> um, uh, Vestivia Hill's couple got quite the surprise on New Year's Eve when a nude man wearing a presidential mask creeped into their breezeway. The man, who was naked except for what appeared to be a Ronald Reagan rubber mask covering his head and a sock covering his private parts.
2: It'd be funny if it was the other way around. <laughs> We ran
1: off when Jersey Bell's Danielle Yancey and her husband spotted him. The ordeal, however, was caught on their home security video and later posted to Facebook as a warning to neighbors and others. Oh, and by the way, this is from AL.com, so if you want to check out that story. And actually, there's a picture, guys. Oh, no. There is a picture. Yeah, there is a picture. And actually, it's really, really creepy. I know a lot of people are laughing about it, and honestly, I got a chuckle from it later, but at the same time, it's very concerning, Danielle Yancey said. I don't know what he was planning on doing. Yancey's husband, Bert, Bart, <laughs> had just taken out the trash and returned inside when he caught a glimpse of a shadow in the breezeway. The trespasser had already opened the gate and entered when Barney Yancey, Barney, Bart, sorry. <laughs> he then followed him briefly, but look, he, he called 911 from his phone. And basically, there, the police responded to the scene, but they weren't able to find him. So there's that mysterious. Oh, that's even worse. He's, on, he's on the prowl. But I like, there's a quote here that said, um, he could have been messed up on drugs or alcohol and in that mindset you don't know what they would have done but then they said i don't think he had a gun on him but he could have potentially hurt us oh what could hurt him but then i'm thinking well he was like naked so i guess he couldn't
2: where would he hold a gun
1: <laughs> where was his gun gonna go i don't know anyway oh my god i know it is rent but it's the dude he just look around and was like right tonight's the night i'm gonna go out i got my sock got and my mask. i need a mask i don't have a buck lab... what is it called I wanna say baklava, like the stuff like balclava <laughs> Yeah, not not the stuff that you eat in like Greece. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and he's like, well I've got this old Ronald Reagan mask lying around from, you know. That'll do. I, God.
2: Yeah, I just couldn't figure out like what he was trying to achieve. Yeah. Like was he try if was if you were trying to break in, wouldn't you like wear all black and be carrying something to break into a house? But that's just
0: No, that's I think just that's just weird. I wanna be watched. I wanna be caught kind of thing. Be weird. I mean yeah. like if you were in the moment, how terrifying, because you have no idea what this... Like, if this man is willing to run around with his, with his junk in a sock and a Ronald <laughs> Reagan mascot, what else is he willing to do? Yeah.
2: Yeah, the picture is really actually quite terrifying because he's kind of, like, crouched over. Ew. like Yeah, he's, it's, like, creepy. It's yeah.
0: really, really odd. It
2: right. kind
0: of reminds me of... I think it was one of our episodes near the beginning where we talked about that guy in the GIMP outfit... It was running around the village in England. Yeah, scaring people. Yeah, and just, like, just running around. Like, no obvious motive other than just to freak people out. Also, you think, well, you know when you hear about, like, stories of
1: serial killers or or rapes, serial rapists and stuff, and they started somewhere, didn't they, doing stuff like... Weird stuff. Like, I'm not saying he is, but you know when you hear like stories about they like, oh, they used to run around their neighborhood and like look in the windows at first, and then it progressed, and you're like, oh god.
2: Definitely. I also think that that is probably one of the main reasons why you would ever get a home security system. Mm. Mm.
0: Definitely. Just in, on
2: the off chance that you will catch something, absolutely bananas.
0: And the fact that they post it to Facebook is 100 <laughs> percent hilarious. Yeah. Can you that. imagine <laughs> getting tagged in that one? They'd <laughs> be like, oh, you. Steve,
2: is that you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hopefully, it was just like a prank and it was like a teenager and he has been like, or a college student and he was dared to do something like that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I hope, yeah, I <laughs> hope
2: it was nothing malicious, but it was nothing creepy. It was creepy. It's
1: Ronald Reagan. I just can't. I mean. <laughs>
2: I mean, you use what you got on hand, really.
1: Yeah.
0: True. Why, do you think, why would you do you think to... he had, a,
2: like, a selection of every single president?
1: <laughs> and
0: he was like,
2: tonight I will be Reagan.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> so that was the one that you could Amazon Prime the fastest. Yeah, there you know? okay, yeah. go. <laughs> Definitely. That was next day delivery, so I was like, all right, Reagan.
2: Same day. Reagan it is. Same day.
1: Well, I think that's all we have for today. Check us out. If you want to check out our website, murderfriends.com, we always post blog and photos and our sources after each episode. Follow us on Instagram, murderfriendspod, Twitter, murderfriendspd, and our email address is murderfriendspod at gmail.com. Now, can you guys please send us your New Year's resolution? We need a good, like, a funny New Year's story. What president mask would you choose i don't know
2: (laughs) bill clinton for real
1: also we're always looking for weird crime so if you ever come across a good story send it our way
2: or even if you've been the victim of a weird crime we want to hear about it
1: yes yeah let us know hope you've all had a really good new year and we'll talk to you next time
0: Bye. bye